Welcome back to Revise and Resubmit, a 10-ish minute podcast where I chat with academic writers about their approach to writing. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Brown, Assistant Professor in the Couple, Marriage, and Family Therapy Program at Texas Tech University. On today's episode of Revise and Resubmit, I have with me Dr. Barrett Scroggs. He is an Assistant Professor at the Department of Human Development and Family Studies at Penn State Mont Alto. He, his research examines the transitions from adolescence to adulthood and LGBTQ individuals. Most noticeably, his research work on LGBTQ and religiosity has been published in the Journal of the Scientific Study of uh, Religion and the Journal of Gay and Lesbian Social Sciences. He also was an actor on a national tour of the play, If You Give a Cat a Cupcake. I was. Yes, yes, Dr. Scroggs. Um, uh, uh, hopefully you don't catch this head cold that I've got. I've got this like nice raspy voice. I feel like it's great for podcasts. True. Thank you very much for being on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Great, great. So uh, first question, most important, is uh, what... Um, what role were you in If You Give a Cat a Cupcake? I played multiple roles in this. No way. It, yeah. So no, most notably, I played an eccentric museum guide. Um, nice. So, yeah, this, was, this is what I did right after college. Oh, so, I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay. All right. So question number one. So what is the best advice anyone ever gave you about academic writing? I think the best advice that I ever got was to really set down a schedule. I had never, as schedule oriented as I am just in life, that's not something I had ever really done. That I, uh, I kind of just would write and would hope that I could sit down for a while and, and do it, but I wasn't able to do that. I would get distracted. And so what I've done now is really setting up a time to say, no, for these three hours, you're going to sit in your office and you're going to write. That you're, you're not going to be writing continuously, but that is what your job is during these, these three hours. So um, that was the best advice that I ever got um, to, to really set aside that time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, what is the most prominent struggle or struggles you encounter when writing? And how do you push through it, overcome it? I think the two that I was thinking about, uh, one being not allowing myself to kind of free write, to not allow myself to, like, I think I have to remind myself that I'm an expert in these things. Like I know these, I know these things. I know how to talk about these topics. Um, but I think so many times I'm so, you know, we, we have this set structure of what an academic article looks like. And so it's hard for me to sometimes just sit there and just write as if I was talking about it. Cause I can, I can sit and talk to somebody about these topics for hours and hours. Um, as much as people love that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes when I'm sitting down in my front, in front of my computer, it's hard to kind of have that free writing. So giving myself permission to, to kind of tell myself that I know what I'm talking about. Mm. The other thing that I was thinking about is that I, I often struggle with grounding my work in theory like to really remind myself that that's where I have to start I think that sometimes I get so excited about like some data that I find and all that sort of thing that I have to come back to theory I have to remind myself of that um and to uh um to to really ground my work in 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 theory okay all right what recommendations would you give to new writers to help become more succinct I I think that because this comes back to what I was talking about earlier about this this kind of concept of free writing. I think that I'm glad that I was free writing, but I also think that um, giving myself permission to then go edit, you know, and so yeah. write, 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 and then maybe shorten it or kind of pull out the pieces that kind of maybe seem repetitive or or um, are, are too lengthy. Um, so I, to start off, I think it was helpful for me to get that information out because I think kind of coming back to what I was saying earlier, I think it it allowed me to to see that I knew what I was talking about related to my thesis. 
but then it was about kind of going back and, and cutting it all. Yeah. So not cutting it all. Yeah. But, you know, a <laughs> good chunk of it. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Okay. So um, criticism and rejection. This is common within our field. That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> never happens. <laughs> so we all have our own coping mechanisms and that type of thing. So I'm curious, what suggestions do you have for writers to help deal with criticism or rejection? I. Uh, I was really thankful that for one of my classes early on in PhD school, we had to read uh, Publish or Prosper. Mm. Um, publish and Prosper, not Publish or Prosper. Publish and Prosper. Um, and that book really helped me to kind of, kind of keep perspective on things. I think that one of the things that um, has allowed me a lot of comfort in kind of removing some of the stress and anxiety of rejection is keeping things in the pipeline that like at all times right now, I've got something that's in progress, multiple things in progress, multiple things under review, multiple things in revise and resubmit so that yeah, if I get rejected, it doesn't hurt me as much. Now, early on, that's easier said than done because earlier on you might have one thing in the pipeline and if that gets rejected, that's all that you have. Um, and so, and I, I, I was sitting in that space where I was sitting in that. So I think for me, it was, I used that to say, you know what? I'm going to get more things out. I'm going to be more intentional about getting something else out there so that if I've got two papers under review and one gets rejected, I've still got one that's under review. And so there's that kind of keeps that, that constant um, kind of line that's happening right there. So. Yeah. Okay. So you submit an article to a journal to be reviewed mm -hmm. and then you get reviews back, whether it's a revise and resubmit or even just yeah. a, a straight up rejection. Um, criticism more likely than not is going to be a part of that. So yeah. talk to me about your process of when you get that email back yeah. with that criticism. Do you, I make sure to, I make sure to open it when I'm uh, with a bottle of wine. Um, so <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll talk about an experience I've got right now. I've got a revise and resubmit that when they, the reviewers sent back, um, and they wanted a pretty hefty change to the model. And, uh, and it hurt at first. It was like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's it's like, I thought it was a, I thought it was a strong model and yeah. I felt really good about it. And of course it comes along with, well, man, that's a lot of work now that I have to go do. But I tell you, I, and I took, I think the, what was helpful for me was taking a break from it. And so reading the reviews and not jumping right into it, I had a little bit of time for it before they needed a resubmission. And so mm -hmm. taking some, some days off of not, not even thinking about it and then coming back to it fresh. Um, I, I, I tell my students that when, when I give them grades back, I want them to wait at least 24 hours to come talk to me. Give yourself 24 hours to, to be mad at me, to be frustrated, and to <laughs> and try and figure out kind of what my perspective on that grade that you, that you received. Um, and it's helped so much. And I think in the same vein, like um, reading the review um, and, and giving myself a break, like a moment before I try to work on it. Um, so this, this, uh, this paper that, uh, had kind of a, a had a huge, um, uh, request for a model change. The model is so much stronger now taking what they requested, um, and applying that has made the paper so much stronger. And I'm like genuinely excited to, to resubmit it now that like there's, I'm like, I'm thankful for that. So I think that having those moments of, you know, it's sometimes reviewers comments can be extremely helpful for the study. Obviously sometimes they're not great. Sometimes you read a comment and, Oh yeah, you, you, I got nothing. But, um, but I think being optimistic and reminding myself that there are those, the, there's a lot of, uh, of, of good that can come from the, the comments. Yeah. Great, great, great advice. Give me your pep talk that you give to your undergraduate student when you first invite them to write on a project. So it can be like a deer in headlights, right? Oh, absolutely. So talk to me about, give me that pep talk that you give them. I think that the, the first thing that, uh, so I've, I've, um, had, 
have got two really uh, wonderful mentees uh, from my time at, uh, uh, at Kansas State University um, as a PhD student. Um, and the two of them have, are still kind of working with me on a lot of different things. And for both of them, it was, uh, it was really reminding them, like telling them from the beginning, you know what you're doing. You're strong. You're a strong writer. And these are things that, um, like, this is how I, I see that we could utilize that. So I think that kind of giving them that confidence of, oh, yeah, like, I, 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 I feel that. Like, I can, I can sense that. And um, I, can, I can do this. Because I think that that's kind of the first, uh, for, for both of them was kind of this, you know, I don't think I can do this. Like, this seems like, this seems like way, this, this seems like something I'm not able to accomplish. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, what time of day do you do your best writing? I never thought I would say this, but it honestly is the morning. I've set that writing time in the morning. I, my schedule right now is I, I give myself, I call it on my calendar, like flex time, like emails, like check emails when I get there. And, um, and then, uh, and then start off kind of with, start off with writing. Um, yeah, I think that it's, it's a really, it's an exciting way to start the day. It kind of gets me, gets my mind going and that sort of thing. Um, it also, I, I can't imagine doing it like when I'm really hungry. So I, I don't think I would be a good writer while, while hungry, but that's just me. So yeah. I do yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of, uh, early in the morning and, um, after I've had my coffee and so, yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you, do you have any books or reads that you'd recommend that have been helpful for you for academic writing or that you'd recommend others? I, I mentioned, uh, publish and prosper earlier. That book was really, um, helpful just kind of in, helping me deal with rejection and, and recognize like what this means and kind of got me thinking about this, like keeping things in the pipeline. Um, the, uh, another blog that I really love reading is Dr. Uh, Eva Lefkowitz, uh, who's a faculty at university of Connecticut at university of Connecticut. Um, and she offers a lot of just really, um, amazing blog posts about things that are very basic to academic writing that, um, I think sometimes we think of academic writing as this big, huge thing, but she, her blog is really helpful about, um, about doing something minute and kind of very simple tasks that kind of lead up to the, the, the full study. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Scroggs, for being on the show with us today, Revise and Resubmit. Hope you have a great conference. Yes. And uh, any other last words for new academic writers? Oh, thanks for having me. Good luck. You've got this. You've great. got this. <laughs> thank you again. <laughs> yep. Revise and Resubmit is proudly supported by Texas Tech University's Department of Community, Family, and Addiction Sciences, as well as my program, Couple, Marriage, and Family Therapy. Want to see more about what we do, our research, and our fantastic undergraduate and graduate programs? Find us on the web by simply searching for Texas Tech CFAS. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Revise Podcast, or find us on the web at bit.ly slash revisepodcast. Share your writing tips, ideas, or someone you want to hear on the show. Special thanks to our fantastic doctoral students, Benjamin Finlayson and Doug McPhee, for assisting in the production of this podcast. Join us on the next submission of Revise and Resubmit.